This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kenyan Wall Street Podcast, a podcast where we cut through the noise and identify subjects that matter. In today's podcast, we'll focus on the Monetary Policy Committee meeting of the Central Bank of Kenya. And I will read the press release of this uh, MPC meeting that was held on June 25th, 2020. As usual, my name is Prince Muragori and I am your host. I am the resident economist at the Kenyan Wall Street. And I am also the chief economist at eConsult Africa, which is an economic consultancy based right here in Nairobi, Kenya. And I begin reading. The Monetary Policy Committee, MPC, met on June 25th, 2020, against a backdrop of the ongoing global COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic and measures taken by authorities around the world to contain its spread and impact. The MPC assessed the outcomes of its policy measures that have been deployed since March to mitigate the adverse economic effects and financial disruptions. Point one. The global economic outlook for 2020 has deteriorated further and remains highly uncertain. GDP across advanced economies is expected to contract more sharply in the second quarter than had been projected in April, following severe disruptions to trade and supply chains and the collapse in global travel. A more gradual recovery in global growth is expected in the second half of 2020 with the lifting of containment measures in several countries. However, risks to the recovery remain elevated, particularly with regard to the severity and persistence of the pandemic across countries. Financial market volatility has moderated, but risks of further instability remain. Point two. Most recent leading indicators of the Kenyan economy point to a strong growth in the first quarter of 2020. The indicators for the second quarter suggest that the impact of COVID-19 on the economy was most pronounced in April, with evidence of recovery in May supported by improved agricultural output and exports, although the services sector remains subdued. The measures by the government to cushion businesses and households continue to moderate the impact of the pandemic. Point three, overall inflation is expected to remain within the target range in the near term. This is supported by, the imp by improving food supply due to favorable weather conditions, lower international oil prices, the impact of the reduction of VAT and muted demand pressures. Point four, in line with the emergency measures announced by CBK on March 18th to provide relief to borrowers, the repayment period of personal stroke household loans amounting to 199.1 billion shillings, which is 25% of the gross loans to this sector had been extended by the end of May. For other sectors, a total of 480.6 billion shillings had been restructured mainly to trade at 23.7%, real estate at 20.6%, tourism at 12.5%, transport and communication at 11.2%, and manufacturing at 10.6%. 
total loans that have been restructured are worth 679.6 billion shillings and accounted for 23.4% of the total banking sector loan book of 2.9 trillion Kenya shillings. These measures have provided the intended relief to borrowers. Point five. Additionally, the lowering of the cash reserve ratio CRR in March released 35.2 billion shillings to the banking sector and continues to be transmitted through the economy. To date, 30.8 billion shillings of the funds, which is 87.6%, has been used to support lending, especially to the tourism, transport and communication, real estate and manufacturing sectors. Point six, the banking sector remains stable and resilient with strong liquidity and capital adequacy ratios. The ratio of gross non-performing loans, NPLs, to gross loans stood at 13.0% in May compared to 13.1% in April. Repayments and recoveries in the trade, manufacturing and real estate sectors were noted. Point seven, private sector credit grew by 8.1% in the 12 months to May. This growth was observed mainly in the following sectors. Manufacturing at 18.6%, trade at 8.2%, finance and insurance at 7.2%, at building and construction at 5.7%, and consumer durables at 16.7%. The operationalization of the prospective credit guarantee scheme for the vulnerable micro, small and medium-sized enterprises, MSMEs, we, which will de-risk lending by commercial banks is critical to increasing credit to this sector. Point eight, following the weak performance of exports in April, a significant rebound was observed in May and so far in June. Exports of goods improved by 4.1% in the period January to May 2020, mainly driven by tea, horticulture and re-exports. In particular, the volume of tea exports increased by 23.5%. Horticulture exports are almost at normal levels, mainly due to a pickup in demand, an easing of supply restrictions in key destination markets, and increased cargo capacity. As a result, receipts from the tea and horticulture exports increased by 15.2% and 22.7% respectively in May 2020, compared to May 2019. Remittances recovered in May to 258.2 million US dollars from 208.2 million US dollars in April. Nevertheless, services exports were subdued due to the adverse impact of the pandemic on tourism and air transport services. The current account deficit is projected to remain stable at about 5.8% of GDP in 2020. Point number nine, the CBK foreign exchange reserves, which currently stand at 9,210.6 million US dollars, which is 5.53 months of import cover, continue to provide adequate cover and a buffer against short-term shocks in the foreign exchange market. Point 10, <clears throat> respondents to the MPC private sector market perception survey conducted in June 2020, expect increased economic activity in the next two months. 
the survey indicated improved optimism attributed to the supportive measures rolled out by the government, including the economic stimulus program, the commitment by the government to, to payment of pending bills, improved weather conditions, and the commencement of, of reopening of some of the key trading partners' economies. Nevertheless, the adverse economic impact of some of the containment measures was noted. Point 11. The committee noted the fiscal measures announced by the government in the budget statement for financial year 2020-2021, fiscal year 2020-2021, to stimulate the economy and cushion vulnerable citizens and businesses from the adverse, effect of, from the adverse effects of COVID-19. In particular, the economic stimulus program targets to support growth of key sectors in the economy, including agriculture and food security, infrastructure, de infrastructure development, tourism, manufacturing, education, health, information and communication among the MSMEs. Point 12 and final point. The committee welcomed the positive impact of the emergency measures announced by CBK on March 16th to ensure the usage of mobile money transactions and welcomed the extension of these measures on June 24th. In particular, the measures facilitate official and personal transfers to vulnerable households. Final statements. The committee noted that the package of policy measures adopted since March were having the intended effect on the economy and will be augmented by the announced fiscal measures. The MPC concluded that the current accommodative monetary policy stance remains appropriate and therefore decided to retain the central bank rate CBR at 7.00%. The MPC will continue to closely monitor the impact of the policy measures so far, as well as developments in the global and domestic economy, and stands ready to take additional measures as necessary. In this regard, the committee decided to reconvene in one month. End of statement. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the press release of the MPC meeting that was held on June 25th, 2020. Kindly let us know on the various policy measures undertaken by the central bank. Do you think they will be enough to cushion the economy? And any other thoughts that you may have regarding the stance of monetary policy in 2020? We hope to see you next time. Stay updated to our new podcasts and uh, follow us on our social media channels at Kenyan Wall Street on Twitter. And you can also follow me at Prince underscore Muraguri on Twitter. Stay safe, folks, and goodbye.